Welcome to the Pasha Perspective, a place where I offer my perspective about everything in the space between life and death. I am your host, Pasha. Today we're going to be talking about something that happened to me this morning, uh, kind of a general subject, but dealing with parenting. My middle son, who is five years old, dropped a plate on the floor. And the plate was one of those cobalt blue plates, dime a dozen, smashed on the floor. I was in the kitchen, made a huge popping sound, scared me. Anyway, I was in a hurry. I was trying to get to my classes, right? And, you know, I usually try to leave at around 6.30 so I can get at my work about 6.45. And man, like at 6.27, this all happened. And, you know, meanwhile, my wife is in the bathroom taking a shower getting ready for work. And, you know, all my other kids are at the table. Thankfully, at least they were sitting down. And my son had finished eating breakfast. And I mean, you got to love him. He's so sweet. He wanted to do the right thing and take his plate over to the kitchen. And I guess, you know, he got the the process all messed up. And instead of getting down, as I had told him to do before, and then get his plate and cup, he he tried to do a sophisticated move, tried to get down holding the plate in his hand. And I think it slipped out of his hand when he kind of lost his balance. Again, this is all conjecture because I was in another room. I really couldn't see it. Didn't really get a chance to talk to him before I'm recording this podcast. But he dropped it. I mean, it sounded like a belly flop. The thing hit and it shattered into a million pieces. So for today, my question is, why, man? Why sometimes am I such a jerk? I was talking to one of my classes today about this, that, you know, parents are always learning. Uh, we're going over a story called A Chance in the World, which is a memoir about a kid who went through a, a really harsh foster care system. You know, he had these mother and father, you know, that just had so many rules. Like by the time we get into our excerpt, I mean, he's already at rule number 10. He goes all the way through 16. And, and there's no reason not to believe that there was more. So one of my students said something that, you know, not all parents oh, that are natural parents, you know, not foster parents, but not all biological parents, you know, really look out for the benefit of their kid. So I was trying to validate that point that, you know, it's very true, unfortunately. I mean, you would wish somebody in the foster care system would take care of a kid that they volunteer to to help. And, and you would certainly hope that a biological mother and father would want the best for their kids. But I mean, I can attest that I've seen plenty of parents driving up to parent-teacher conferences and Mercedes-Benz while their kids all wear holes in their shoes. With one of my classes, at least today, I shared with them the story about my son dropping the plate. And I talked about my behavior, you know, and I, and I kind of use it as a teaching moment to talk about the differences between a man and a woman, or at least in my family, you know, between a husband and wife and the way that, you know, we add value to the family, you know, that it's good to have both a mother and a father because sometimes, like myself, the father can be overbearing, maybe have some really unrealistic expectations. Uh, where the mother, you know, the wife, and in my case, my wife, you know, she keeps me incredibly grounded. And, you know, my reaction, and, and maybe it was because I was rushed on time. I'm not trying to, you know, justify how I reacted. I'm, I'm embarrassed and I shared that with my class. But I, I like to use it with them as a teachable moment, you know, that I can learn and I'll, t I'll learn out loud, you know, and I talk it through and and they come with me on the journey to realize, too, that when they make decisions, you know, when they make choices or, you know, when they do things or say things, you know, it's not the end of the world, you know, learn from it. If you're going to make a mistake, if you're going to have failure, 
if you're going to, you know, end a relationship and break up, you know, I mean, yeah, you could be sad, but, you know, at least get the lesson. Get the lesson on how can you avoid making the same mistake the next time. And so anyway, going back to my kid, I was sharing with one of my classes that, you know, I too am learning, you know, and I'm so grateful for my wife because, I mean, that's just how it is, you know, and and it's not even a, a husband-wife thing. I mean, I think it's just two people that really complement each other well because, one of my students told me that at his house, it's actually the reverse. You know, if he dropped a, a plate or a glass or something, his mother would admonish him and the father would then tell the mother, you know, take it easy, relax. He's just a kid. It was an accident, you know. And so that's what I like to have a conversation today. Like, why do I do that? You know, and I, and I am making an earnest attempt to, you know, not respond always in the negative. But today I, I was I had a moment of weakness and I, you know, I raised my voice at my son, you know, telling him like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? I told you to get down. And, and I was telling my students, that was the wrong attitude, you know, and thank God for my wife who came out of the shower and, you know, already gave me that look that, you know, I'm totally in the wrong. And I knew it as soon as she gave it to me. And of course, I looked away because I didn't want to see it too much and turn into stone or anything. But she comes out and instead of, you know, putting him on blast, as it were, and yelling at him, she does the right thing. You know, she asks him, are you okay? And, you know, it was just an accident. And I mean, she's even telling me, you know, he's only five years old, for goodness sakes, you know, like, have a little bit more patience. And I mean, I was impatient. I was in a hurry. And again, I'm not trying to justify or condone my behavior. But, you know, there are variables. And when you're looking at things like this, you have to take into consideration those variables but I was telling my students, man, that I had wish, you know, I wish I can ingrain this in me. And maybe some of you out there have the same problem, you know, where the first reaction, it's not the right one. You know, the first reaction, I'm like, what are you doing? And mind you, this is a dime a dozen plate. My first reaction should be like my wife. Are you OK? Is everything all right? You know, I, I should have, you know, like my wife did, congratulate him. You know, thank you, son, for trying to help out. You know, it stinks that this happened. And so that's really all I wanted to talk about. You know, the, the really the beauty in relationships of having a mom and a dad at home is at least you get that. You know, and even if the roles are reversed, like in my other students, you know, home where the mom is the tyrant. God, I hate to think of myself like that, but I guess it's apt. And the father is more, you know, of the nurturer you know, that we complement each other. And, and maybe that's something we should take into consideration in our society, you know, the importance of having dual parents in the home because you get to have then more perspective. And I'm trying, pray for me folks out there, you know, I'm trying to be a better dad. Every day is a learning curve. You know, I even got home and, or I got to work and in my school, we do a minute of silence. And, and I like to take advantage of that minute to pray and give thanks to my God and, you know, I asked him, you know, send him a little whisper to his heart, you know, reminding him that his dad still loves him, you know, and that I was wrong and I didn't mean to lift my voice and I care about him because I don't want him going the rest of the day, you know, feeling like his dad is upset because, I mean, as soon as it was over and I got in my car, I mean, I already knew I blew up. He didn't do anything wrong. And so that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about today. Just wanted to kind of reach out to you guys and kind of share that story. And hopefully, you know, it reminds somebody out there that if you're like me, you're not alone. You know, lots of us make the wrong choices, but at least at the end, like I am trying to do, get the lesson from it, right? Walk away, B, 
being a better version of yourself. And so my hope and my prayer is that the next time any of my children make a mistake, good God, help me make a better response. Let me have a better response. Let me use it as an opportunity to remind them that, you know what, we're all human in this and we all make mistakes. And God bless my wife. You know, I mean, she said all of those talking points, you know, reminding him that I have dropped wine glasses. My father has done it. His grandmother has done it, you know, and it really, you know, it helped him out. And I just, I wish I could have done that. I wish I could have started there. You know, I'm still training myself to do it. And so any of you out there, if you feel the same way, just know like me, you're not alone. Our intentions and our hearts are in the right place. We love our children. But if you would, along with me, let's try to make a concerted effort to be a little bit more patient, to not be the mouth that is so quick to bite and bark, but rather to take in the situation, to assess our audience. I should know my son has got such a kind and beautiful heart. He would never mean to do anything like that. You know, and even if he did, that means something is wrong and I should talk to him about it instead of raising my voice, scaring him away from having an open conversation. So hopefully my little lesson today that I learned is something that you can apply to your life. God bless all you wonderful mothers out there and your nurturing personalities. And God bless you fathers out there who, like me, are just rabid and out of control sometimes. And, and also to the vice versa parents, the mothers who are like me and the fathers who are more like my wife. God bless all of you. And just remember, this is the human experience. We're all in this together. You know, just like I should be more patient and forgiving of my son. You know, one of my students mentioned that I also have to be more patient and forgiving for myself because granted, I am a 43 year old man, but I've never been a father until I've had these kids. It's a learning curve. You know, I don't I can't be I'm not perfect. I can't walk across water. I can't split seas, you know, and I need to temper down my expectations of myself while at the same time tempering the expectations I have of my kids. You know, let's remember always to share love to use loving words, you know, to, to put our kids before ourselves and our reactions and our standards and expectations. And remember mostly to love them as I love you guys. So thank you for joining me today. If you like this episode, please share it. And in case you haven't already, please smash that subscribe button and leave a review. It would help me in the podcast out tremendously. You could also support me in the podcast over at Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash the perspective and become a member of Pasha's Chachos. God bless you all. Have an amazing life. We'll meet again next week, where I'll be discussing some other things that happened during this week, more of the human experience, hopefully less parenting mistakes, and more about something else. Maybe we'll talk about Jordan Peterson's rule number one, since that's what I'm going over this week with my students. Until then, I'll talk to you later. Take care.